<laughs> Welcome to Unplanned Potency. Uh, the fuck me. <laughs> the fuck me? Whoa. Wow, that's... I mean, okay. Welcome to Unplanned Potency. <laughs> I'm Joseph Gordon-Levitt today. Ooh. Ooh. I'm Matt, and that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> okay. Alright, here we go again. Welcome to Unplanned Potency. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is the only podcast on the internet where Chris tells me a random fact about his toes. Uh, Chris, what's a random fact about your toes? uh, I one time smacked my large toe on a door and it broke the nail. And now there is forever a white streak in one of the nails uh, of my toe. Nice. Even like after the... The toenail has like grown. No, out that was a false story. That was a completely oh, false story. Oh, okay, I had nothing. Fact. Okay, <laughs> here we go again. Uh, uh, <laughs> shit. No, we're not uh, reintroing it. You no, said. that's fine. Uh, a fact about my toes. Any toes? What did you even say? It was the large toes. Any toes? <laughs> okay. Said, Chris tells us a random fact about his toes. Here we go. Could be any toe. Here, here, here we go. The yeah. second, the second toe on my <laughs> on my right foot, uh, the one next to the large toe, is slightly crooked and bends um to to the outside <laughs> i had to look there you go <laughs> there you go yeah chris's second toe bends slightly to the outside yeah it's, all right it's slightly curvy. anyhow yeah. welcome to unplanned potency uh chris do you know what we're talking about this week yes it, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's yeah it's it's how hair grows from nostrils i'm pretty sure right how the biological facts about how hair grows from that that's how i understood it good guess you're really close but what we're actually talking about yeah is a theoretical situation um we're 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 gonna do a thought experiment uh we're gonna explore the the idea of well probably everybody's listening has been exposed to the idea of the multiverse at some point right you've watched Rick rick and morty or something like that uh for any thought you can think of or any different reality you can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, theoretically, there's a parallel universe out there somewhere True. where that thing has happened. True, and where, so, like, for example, where nose hair grows inversely. It, it, yeah. I see I see the connection. I see how I was close. Like, okay. growing into your throat, yep. and then you just got hair dangling down <laughs> your throat. Uh, the multiverse, or the, <laughs> the parallel universe we're going to be talking about today is a parallel universe where everyone that's born inherits their parents' memories. So they're just born with their parents' memories. There's so. a lot of questions there, and I'm ready to, oh, I'm ready to jump into that. Alright. So I, I think the best way to start is just go for it. Just, okay, well, here's I came my, up with this idea. Chris has no idea. Okay, so yeah. This is the he, first time he's been exposed to this idea. Here's my first question. When you inherit your parents' memories, do they lose them? Do they lose? Oh, do they? Hmm. No, because I think it'd be fun to have awkward interactions later in life where you're like, wow, dad, you remember that one time you cheated on mom or whatever? So you get both your parents' memories, not just like one or the other. It's both. So you know everything that your parents have ever done and learned. And their parents. Oh, shit. Because they got their parents' memories. Now you get their memories. So every child born has an ever-increasing amount of lifetime stored in their head. Yeah. 
So the interesting thing about it, though, I think is like you have those memories, but your brain still develops over time, right? So you're still born as like a stupid kid. And like you remember these things, but you don't know how to make sense of them at first. And like Mm. as you grow and your brain develops, you start to make sense of the memories is the way I thought about it. That's interesting. So typically, and this is just my take, you learn a lot of things over the course of your life, and you hear a lot of wisdom, uh, things that people say, and it's not until you have experiences that you can really appreciate some of the things that people have told you. Uh, But if you were born with all the knowledge of your parents, you would know that the experiences that they had as well to okay, but see, align with thing. that knowledge. You said you said inherit the inherit the knowledge of your parents, but you're not necessarily inheriting their knowledge. You're just remember you're inheriting memories. So, is there a difference between like these are things that I know and like these are realizations that I've had or or lessons that I've learned from my experience? Is there a difference between that? And then just like, this is a memory. Like, this is a thing that happened, and I can mm. remember it happening in my head. That's that's super interesting, because it, it also... So, before I, before I can even start to try to unwrap that part, I, I guess, yeah, defining what a memory is, is super critical, right? Uh, right. So, is a memory just something you know, or is, like it, like you said, is it the remembrance of an event. Right. I think the way I thought about it initially was like, you get their memories in the sense that you basically get like your own personal movie theater of like, you can look back and just view events that happened to your parents as they perceived them. Right. Like you, if they're, if they have, cause everybody remembers everything a little bit differently. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're only being able to see how they remembered it so that there's any inaccuracies in their memory of events. Like you see those inaccuracies too, but that's basically how it is. Like there's a, I was thinking of just like your own like personal at home movie theater. You can sit down and just watch something that happened to your parents. Not necessarily like you just inherently know everything that your, your parents like learn from it or the lessons that they got out of it or anything like that. You just get the idea of the events that happen. Okay. So even like general knowledge, just because your father is a computer programmer actively doesn't mean you inherit the ability to program a computer. You receive memories like something that happened to him in college, for instance, or at work. Something like an actual, like, like I guess what people would call a memory. Because you, you don't, you, when you're talking about knowledge, you're like, you don't say, I have a memory of how to code in C sharp. That, that's something, that's knowledge. You might yeah. remember learning a piece and like how that happened and why you learned that piece. Yeah, because a lot of stuff that's like in your head that you use to do stuff is just like, yeah, it's like knowledge of an ability or like maybe or like muscle memory. But is muscle memory really a memory or is it just some sort of connection? I mean, I guess it's all connections in your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I say let's just pick one. 
whatever whichever one we think makes <laughs> this hypothetical discussion more interesting and just roll with it. Yeah, I think it's more interesting if if it's event well i don't know both are kind of are pretty interesting because on one hand if it's everything that your parents know up to that point of your birth the knowledge acquisition passed down through the generations becomes insane and the kind of civilization that would build would be wild we can we could dive into that now if you're talking about like, People from previous generations would become obsolete too. Like there'd just be no point in having them. Oh yeah, and you'd absolutely. you'd almost. If, I would also feel like if that were the case, where like you get everybody's life lessons and stuff, or like you get your parents' life lessons and stuff, and like their knowledge of like their knowledge of how to do things and everything, I almost feel like you would barely be a different person, and you would just be like some younger cloned version of your parents right though i guess you are both parents mashed together yeah and they are all of their parents and their parents parents and so every person born let's say one parent has 100 people's memories and then the other parent has 100 people's memories you're born and you have 200 people's memories yeah. or 202 whatever yeah if that was the case too you'd just be so much smarter than your parents oh yeah so that- Oh man, and you'd know how to solve all their problems too. Like they'd be arguing about something, and you and you could just walk up and be like, "This is why Dad's being an asshole. This is why Mom's being an asshole. This is why you guys should agree. This is what actually happened." Now, fuck off! I'm go- <laughs> I'm going to my room to play video games. <laughs> yeah, ooh, that would be that's a that's a uh, that's a crazy that's a crazy civilization, which we could dive into, or. There's the version where you have all of the vivid memories that have ingrained in your parents' mind. Like that time you were beat or that time you stabbed a guy. Like real vivid vivid memories. I think it would be more interesting to talk to to do that second one where you just get like okay. a home movie video reel of your yeah. parents' memories because because we could talk about the way that everything is different about people basically just being literal like fusion ha like smashed together versions of their parents and all the ways that would change everything because literally everything would be different. Oh, everything would no, be different. Nothing would be the same. No. And yeah, that would fuck up so many things. We would be here for <laughs> forever. So let's just, yeah. So every time somebody is born, they get a a like a home movie VHS reel of all their parents' memories stuck inside their brain. That would be my my knee jerk reaction is that would be horrible because you're going to immediately immediately have visual reference for your parents nude that's gonna be boom in your head across multiple ages but wouldn't you get over so much trauma so quickly because it's just like this isn't worse than anything i've already seen man see now that's a good question does it just instantly cause trauma or is it like this is normal my brain just accepts it, so it's not trauma. I guess if you're just born with that knowledge of what they look like and how they fuck each other, 
because like your dad just like really likes ima- like remembering what your mom did on <laughs> Valentine's Day '92 or something. Like, yeah, I guess you, that's just part of who you are. Uh, uh, yeah, would you just become immediately desensitized to everything because I, like almost every traumatic event that happens to you couldn't be as bad as something that's happened to some distant ancestor? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the distant. It's just like. Like some kid beat me up at school, and then you're just like, "Well, at least this beats World War Two." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is way better than when my great grandfather got his leg shot off. Yeah, That's nothing exactly. compared to that. Or or when my great 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 grandmother got raped by a saber toothed tiger. That was fucked up. Like. Yeah, everything's yeah. gonna pale in comparison. Everyone's gonna yeah, you, be real. You just have shit. yeah, not not far into this. You just have a generation of total sociopaths who are just like, oh, well, this is <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah, this this isn't uh, that bad. Because like that's what fucks up a lot of people, right? And like a lot of people that end up doing really fucked up stuff in adulthood is they were exposed to really fucked up stuff as kids, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal to them. And so everybody would just be like that. So that brings up another question, I guess. Is like if you have this VHS reel of ideas in your brain or memories in your brain, do you just from the moment you're born? Are you just sitting there looking at them and learning from them? Or does some life event have to happen to you to, to like bring one back up? Okay. Okay. So now you're getting into oh, another piece of territory, but I need an answer to a question first. Okay. When you witness a memory, do you experience the emotions that go with it? No. Like, so you, so you could remember that your grandfather lost his leg in World War II, but you don't experience the pain. You don't have a memory of the pain that is attached to that. Yeah, but you can imagine it, right? And you mm. can like hear him screaming. You're like, man, this must have been terrible. But, man, I, oof. I get, yeah, because I mean, when you have a normal memory, you don't re- necessarily feel the pain again. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes sense. You may have a recollection of how much that hurt, like categorically compared to other things in that person's life okay so th- yeah that that okay so that makes things even more different and because my initial thought was if everyone's like this everyone's gonna realize how much it sucks to do things to certain things to other people so yeah. while they may be sociopaths they also might be super kind to each other just because they know that if they're not shit will suck for that other person so they may also be yeah. empathetic to the kind of experiences you can't potentially cause someone to have. It would keep people out of a lot of trouble too, because they would be able to be like, they would be able to be like, like see a thing that they're doing. Cause a big part of being a kid, right. Is like doing things and you don't fully understand what the consequences might be yet. But if you have these ingrained memories, you might be able to pull up something that like, like this is a time that something's, that one of my ancestors did something similar and this is how it turned out for them. And maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. That it feels like that kind of recollection would lead to a society of people that are just really prepared for shit. 
Not not like the super knowledgeable society, but just a society that's just like fully aware of the consequences of their actions. So I kind of I like, don't know because there are some people that have just been through the same thing over and over and over again, and they just never fucking learn anyway. So there would true. still be some people who would just. You're right because there are some bloodlines that are pretty diluted with. <sighs> Grandma's juice. I don't. I, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, there are some people that are dumb. <laughs> what are you talking about? There are some people that are dumb, is what I'm getting at. There are some uh, bloodlines yeah. that are just not smart. I was going well, for incest, people... but. Okay, well, <laughs> that's not where I was going. <laughs> Grandma's juice is what I was getting at. There. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, there are people that I know personally who will just, like, do something, be like, man, that was a stupid thing to do. And just be like, I'm really suffering from the consequences of my own actions. And then like a year later, they do the exact same thing. And they're like, man. And they just never learn. So there there, there would yeah. still be people like that. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly. Absolutely. Um, and the reason behind some of those things we could talk about. Because some of them make sense. Some of them don't. Some of them are drugs. Some of them are screwing a chick and getting her pregnant and having 13 kids with 13 different women. And you're like, hey, maybe you should stop because all your money goes to child support. And the dude's just like, I don't like covering my willy. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I think it... I, so <laughs> the, the other option was... Uh, a life event triggering the memory, right? Yeah. So, in a lot of ways, that's like dreaming or having a nightmare. What? So, hear me out here. <laughs> okay. You're talking, well, okay, it might, it, oh, okay. So, if, if my grandfather lost his leg in World War II, I'm going to keep using that as an example since it's already in my head. And I don't know, I don't have this memory actively. And then I get into a situation where someone pulls a gun on me. And now my brain's like, hey, one time your grandfather (laughs) lost his leg in World War II. This is what it was like. And you're like, holy shit, getting shot sucks. I better hide. Yeah. And that that would be kind of what that's like. But in our current reality, sometimes you just fall asleep and you have a nightmare and someone has a gun. Okay. And you get shot in the leg and it really fucking hurts in the dream. Then you wake up and you're like, hey, you know what I don't want to have happen ever? I don't want (laughs) to get shot in the leg. Okay. So here, here it goes. Who's to say that we don't already live in this reality and the triggering events are sleeping? I think we would have figured that out by now, though, right? Because, like, I think somebody would have put it together. Somebody would have been like, man, Grandpa, last night I had this dream X. And he's like, oh, that happened to me. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) I was there. We would have figured that out, right? (laughs) <laughs> maybe i don't know the brain does strange things i mean surely you've dreamed before um sometimes your brain just puts random people 
in random places together. And sometimes it just paints shit over uh, and puts just random faces on, on people. I've definitely had dreams where it's just like I'm in high school and then Brad Pitt shows up and like wants my chemistry notes. Right. And it's just like, okay, that's weird. So you could have a dream about being shot and it's, you know, Ted Turner who's shooting you. And, you know, your grandpa's not going to remember that because Ted Turner never (laughs) shot your grandpa. So you're telling me that we live in this reality. It's just the recollection is real fucked up. Yeah, the the events are correct. The details are incorrect. What if? Okay. What if? So so we have we have this system. It's just the VHS player that plays these home movies is just a little bit wonky. Yeah, I, I'm saying I'm saying what 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 if the, <laughs> what you're proposing is already true? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so because. Good. Almost every dream I have uh-huh. is something that has stemmed from something that's happened to me. Like, it's never, I never have a dream where I just go to bed and I'm in World War II and I'm getting shot at by Nazis or like anything like that. I, I only go to bed and like suddenly I'm back in high school pissing my pants and forgetting my homework or, or forgetting that I signed up for a class in college that I forgot to go to for a whole semester, and now I failed it. Like, that's the sort of dreams I have. The dreams that I have could never, I don't think could ever be, like, construed as events that happened to someone who came before me. They never feel like lessons? No. Okay. I agree with you. I've never had a nightmare that felt like a lesson. So I don't think that's the reality we live in either. <laughs> so let's go back to that triggering event thing. Cause well, what you were saying about getting shot and then suddenly remembering your grandpa's legs getting blown off mm-hmm. in a war, like that seems like it would be actually be super inconvenient if it happened like that. Because you're in a super stressful situation, and all of a sudden are you not only dealing with the trauma of the current situation, you're suddenly just being assaulted <laughs> with like a hundred lifetimes of trauma right in that moment. And I would think yeah. you would just collapse from the anxiety. Someone's holding a gun like to your face, and suddenly you remember grandpa got shot, great grandpa got shot shot your great great grandpa shot a guy your grandma got shot and you're just, you're just laying on the ground just like no grandpa grandpa <laughs> and the guy who's trying to shoot you's just like the fuck man <laughs> well maybe not necessarily because maybe you yelling grandpa triggers some responses from him of like when his dad lost his grandfather and he was just like drowning and he was standing on the edge of the lake going grandpa grandpa and now you both are just like laying on the ground twitching and like losing your shit (laughs) you're just like at some point you're just like huddle up and cuddle each other for support and (laughs) maybe it would be a better system (laughs) (laughs) memories are just saving lives um yeah (laughs) No, I'm just imagining people trying to drive down the street, having just like <laughs> sudden bursts of PTSD from events they didn't even live through and like swerving off the road and slamming into shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. And that's causing people on the sidewalk to have PTSD events of their own. And <laughs> these people are getting triggered. And <laughs> these people, yeah. 
That'd yeah, be real it, would, up. it would be a cascade of just horrible events. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know that a triggering event would necessarily <laughs> be the best way for that to be handled. So well, let's combine the two. So okay. what if you're born with this movie reel available in your head? And over the course of some amount of lifetime while you're sleeping these events get revealed to you. Okay. And so it is like life lessons when you sleep. It's like your ancestors teaching you while you nap. Hmm. Mm. So maybe like what happened to you that day, like maybe determines the catalog that gets played to you in night. There we go. Yeah. 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 So it is basically what we do now, except your dreams are real events that happen to your ancestors. Yeah. Better. It's better than what happens better. now. Yeah. It's way better than what happens it, now. It's, it's actually like your ancestors helping you to cope and learn and deal with what happened, which would be dope. That'd be awesome. Yeah. If caveman grandpa <laughs> like showed up and was like, so you got your dick stuck in a rock. <laughs> well, here's how it happened to me. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That would be great. So how would that change the world? The the thing, the first thing that comes to mind with you talking about like cavemen and stuff is like archaeological finds and stuff. There'd be so much less mystery in the world because mm. now they just need to find the person whose great 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 grandma scribbled this fucking hieroglyphic on the cave wall and then all the mysteries are unlocked oh but how would they actually would like bringing them there to see that and then they go to bed then would they dream about it and then be able to tell the researchers the next day i don't know that that would necessarily be the case because i write down shit all the time and it's not eventful to me so who's to say that caveman grandma gave a shit about what she scrawled on the cave wall Oh, yeah. maybe, so you, maybe she was just like bored and she took a bone and was doodling. I don't so know. it has to be an actual memory. Like this is only something that's worth remembering. Based on our earlier like start to this, I would say yes. It yeah. has to be something worth remembering. Okay. Though there are things that I don't think are worth remembering all the time that sudden, suddenly something will happen to me and I'll suddenly realize I remember it. This is also true. I want to know answers about memories. Like, how much of the stuff that happens to us do we actually remember and we just don't bother to recall it? I I, I don't know this for a fact, right? So, the brain, though, can hold terabytes of data. Just huge, huge amounts of data. Probably Uh, more than, yeah. Like, I I I don't know what the actual quantifiable amount is. We could probably Google it and find out. But it's 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 a large amount. It's a large amount of data. Um, mm-hmm. how much data does remembering what your you know house look like looks like take up? It's a weird sentence. I don't know, but, but because you're not actually storing images like a computer does, mm-hmm. you're storing like references. And that, that those memories fade over time, right? Yeah. Because, like, when I was 10, I could remember the house that I lived in when I was 5 really vividly, but now I don't know. 
I have no idea. If you show me a picture, though, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, that's what that looks like. Yeah. But if I tried to recall it, I probably wouldn't. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that somewhere in your brain, everything that's ever been heard by you and everything you've ever seen is stored up there. It's just not necessarily accessible. Because everything. The you know the brain forms connections over time, right? So like if you're practicing guitar, your neurons are firing; they're building bridges to teach you um, the way that things interact. And you're building bridges in your brain. The neurons are forming paths, and you're cutting grooves in your brain. And the more you practice something, the deeper the grooves in the brain get. Now I think maybe. It's, you know, some things happen and like you're a and your mom's like, we're having spaghetti tonight because it's your dad's birthday. It's your dad's birthday. It's your dad's birthday. And that's not really that memorable, but it was up there at some point because you definitely heard it. And it's just like this little like dip in your brain somewhere that nothing ever like connects to. And so it's just this little neuron just sitting there with that memory floating, but there's nothing ever trying to access that neuron to, to make it fire so that you remember that you you had spaghetti when you were eight on your dad's birthday. Yeah. That might all be bullshit because <sighs> neuro. I don't think there's a neuron for each memory, <laughs> but no, probably not. Um, I mean, there's shit up there. There's a baffling amount of shit that's in my brain that I remember that I don't realize. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I'll go somewhere that I haven't been since I was like nine years old, mm-hmm. and before I went, if you ask me, like what it looked like or or told me that there was a subway next to the chili dog shop or whatever or like asked me that i wouldn't remember but then like if i went there and like actually stood there and looked i'd be like oh yeah fuck i forgot about this like so there is a baffling amount of shit but i think there's also a lot of shit that you really just don't store that you really that's really just gone yeah i don't i don't i don't know man um so there, there's definitely information that your brain refuses to store. Well, now hold up. Like suppressed Wait. memories. Yeah, suppressed memories. Why would your brain not just like dump them? Like if if your brain doesn't want you to remember whatever event happened, you know, Grandpa diddling you or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. If your brain doesn't want you to remember that, why wouldn't it just be like? We're suppressing it, and we're dumping it. It's gone. Why wouldn't it just do that? Why would it be like, hey, that time mom told you you're having spaghetti? We're dumping that. We're actually just throwing that out. You'll never be able to recall that. (laughs) But this thing that we suppressed and hid away, nah, we're keeping that file. We're keeping that one. I think it's... I think it's like things that are more significant are more likely to get retained over time. And like a repressed memory mm-hmm. is usually something that was significant and it caused some type of trauma. And the reason you're not remembering it is because you tricked your brain over time into not being able to remember it because remembering it brought you so much stress and, and like 
that you just tried not to remember it and then over time you were eventually able to just like lock that away well okay so that's i don't know i don't think i know enough about suppressed memories because people in the hospital for instance um that get really sick and enter the hospital and say they're there for a couple weeks um there are people that will go into the hospital they'll remember like being really sick and having to go and then they Mm -hmm. won't remember any of the experience in there when they get out and it's not that they're trying to actively not think about it or actively forget it it's that their brain literally refuses to recall what happened while they're in there um, in order to protect them from that experience so that's not something you're like trying to suppress or not think about. It's your brain literally on its own choosing to suppress the trauma. Well, my question then though is in situations like that, is that memory repressed because like is it repressed because it, your brain is trying to protect itself from some trauma or is it repressed because your brain doesn't function as well in those in those stressful situations or those traumatizing situations, it like, it doesn't function well enough to actually make that memory because like lots of people, lots of people forget details of traumatic events because they hit their head really hard or because they were like when they got taken to the hospital or whatever, they had to be put on drugs and like the drugs or the brain injury actually prevented them from remembering it. And it wasn't so much that their brain was just like, Nope, we don't need this. It was more just like it. My the brain is disorganized, or the brain's too busy doing some other shit to like bother making this memory at the moment. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. That's that's the thing, man. I don't know you enough. Need a neuroscientist. Yeah, I need, I need someone with a fucking encyclopedia on the brain to chime in on this one because I feel like uh again i've never i've never been to a therapist about and talked about suppressed memories but i feel like sometimes in life people get in these events and for some reason all i can think about is just like the worst thing to happen to someone is to be like sexually like assaulted or like raped or something like that like i feel like that's the kind of event that a child tends to suppress and right. I don't know if that's it, like it instantly happens and it's just like, oh, the child forgot that whoever did that to him yesterday. Or if it's a thing where like it happens to the child, they don't talk about it and they don't talk about it for so long that it becomes a suppressed memory. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. I see what I thought it was was more just like this horrible thing happened to you. And you remember it for a little bit. And every time you remember it, it like upsets you so much that you just actively try to not remember it. And then eventually you're able to trick your brain into not bringing it up anymore. Hmm. So like, that's how I figured it. Why is this relevant to what we were talking about? I don't even remember. (laughs) I think, I think maybe you said something about recalling, uh, your, your ancestors suppressed memories. It was, we could only remember things that were, you could only remember things that mattered enough for your ancestors to remember. Right. And then we got into the question of like, well, 
how much stuff is actually up there yeah, that they're yeah, not yeah. remember that they're just not bothering to remember. And do we get that stuff? Do we get the stuff that like they don't actively remember because they don't bother, but it's still up there? I would say it had the I would uh, I would pr- promote the idea that the memories that are passed on are the memories that are actively worth remembering. Oh, so it has to be a memory that's accessible at the time of birth rather than a memory yes. that's just in there. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. Okay. Okay. I would think so. All right. All right. Because so when, when when you start talking about things that are just in the brain, again, there's a lot of shit in the brain. Mm-hmm. And why would any random knowledge not be passed along with that? Like, you know, situation A with the planet of super geniuses that have just learned everything from their ancestors. Um, right. So I think it so, would, I think it would have to be active memory recall that you're born with. Okay. Or their active so we, we only remember things that our mother and father would have been likely to just remember and bring up in any given situation rather than like repressed memories or just like random fucking shit that happened to them. Like one time I honked at this guy at a stoplight and he flipped me off. Like probably not going to remember that. Yeah. I, I think, I think it would, I think in this situation, that's, that's what it would be like. Okay. Um, but then, then there's the question of what do you actually remember? Like <laughs> if you're like, because if you pose the question to me, what do you remember? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. What do you remember <laughs> about what? Well, when I, yeah, when I'm put on the spot like that, too, it's harder. To yeah, like, but but that, that that's my thing. What is a memory? Like, you don't actively remember everything. Remembrance yeah. is triggered. So what is the available <laughs> memories of your grandparent when you're bored? Or your mother or your father when you're born. That's oh, um. So <laughs> then when, I think to simplify this, we just have to say it's anything that's anything that happened to them that they're capable of remembering under any circumstance. That's the only way this works. Yeah. As a hypothetical situation. See, but when when you phrase it like that, I feel like just the knowledge of how to do their job is a part of that. Because you could be like, hey, dad, how do you, you know, do your taxes? And he'd be like, well, this is how you do your taxes. And that's a memory he has. I remember how to do my taxes. This is how I do it. And now you know how to do your taxes when you're born. So I feel like that's really just hard shit to separate because and when you're okay. when you're talking about the cave drawing, for example. Okay, so oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, when you're talking about the cave drawing, how how is that necessarily different than if your dad's a computer programmer and mm-hmm. you're like, uh, what was your ancient grandmother thinking when she drew this versus? What was your dad thinking when he coded this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it feels like that distinction becomes real blurry. 
Yeah, I agree with you. So I think, I think, yeah, if you're going to be able to access your parents' memories, you have to be able to access their their knowledge of how to do things or their knowledge of what something is like or whatever. Because you're right, it's all memory. So, but to make it more interesting, and like you said, what if you do get all that? You get how to do things or remembering how to do your taxes or whatever, but you can only access it when you're asleep. Like you said. So it doesn't do you any good when you're awake necessarily because you can't just sit down at a computer and be like, all right, I'm getting ready to do my taxes. And then just be like, how does dad do his taxes? Yeah. It's not going to do you any good. You're going to have to be like, well, I'm going to go to sleep and hope I dream about doing taxes. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't choose what you recall when you sleep. And do you remember anything from your sleep? Like, It's the only way it would matter. That's the only way this hypothetical situation would matter. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be able to remember what you learn. Yeah. So you have all this knowledge in there, but you can only it only becomes useful to you when you're awake if you recall it while you're asleep. Oh my god. Well, Jesus Christ. Now you're in situations where it's like you're you're working at McDonald's and like you, your dad kicked you out of the house because you were a failure and then you fall asleep and like the next day you wake up and you're like I have the knowledge of a com- of a thirty year experienced <laughs> computer programmer. Well, uh, you're not going to remember thirty years of experience and an eight hour night. But no, see here we go again. When when you sit down to work on a program or a piece of code right now, are you mm. not using all the experience that you've gathered over your years of practice? That's true. So I guess it depends on what era the memory comes from. Because if you're remembering your 50-year-old dad doing something with 30 years of experience, then I guess you're probably recalling all of the experience that led up to that in some way. Yeah. So, that, yeah. That, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, that is, that is really fucked up. Because you would, you would have people going to sleep as just like useless 17-year-old kids who don't know shit and then just waking up as like savants. <laughs> Which is a world I want to be in, honestly. Yeah, like falling like... asleep, waking up, and being just like, holy shit, you know what I know now? Oh, I've been fucking up. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be cool That as would hell. be wild. That would be crazy. There, there, there would definitely be some drawbacks to that, too, though. Especially with your parents. Well, okay, no, maybe not. I mean, because you haven't disappointed them at the point of your birth yet. So you're not gonna recall how how much they hate you, so that's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you're not gonna recall how much they. So oh, okay, yeah, because you could recall maybe if it's like if you get the memories at nine months, you can be like, my mom didn't want me. <laughs> that could be that could be real traumatizing. Yeah, I guess you would have those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that can be traumatizing. Well, let's just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to handle that one. Yeah. Uh, we Give the baby a hot dog, make it feel you better. You could also get real unlucky and only remember just awful stuff. Like... Oh, my God. Just be like... Yeah, oh, it, it, and not even just being unlucky and recalling awful stuff. What if you're family has just led awful lives yeah yeah you would just be it would make life so much more circumstance and luck based 
Oh, absolutely. It is now. Yeah, if you're born into a shitty family. Yeah. Because, like, as it is now, like, if you try really hard, you can still learn. And, like, you have the intellectual ability. You can still learn to do something as well as anybody else who's been doing it for the length of time that you've been alive, right? But there's absolutely nothing. Like, if you get super lucky and you can remember the ability of your mom who is, like, a super talented violinist and her grandma was a super talented violinist and she's a super talented violinist because she remembered her grandma's. And, she's and like, your mom has, like, a thousand years of violin experience and then suddenly one night you remember that. Like, there's no fucking way anybody who's like 30 years old could have ever picked up violin at any point in their life and just like be anywhere remotely close to your ability. Yeah, no, <laughs> but think about how cool that violinist would be. A thousand yeah. years experience of violin and she's just building on it and then you get it and now boom, you've got a thousand and thirty years of violin experience and you're like, check this shit out. <laughs> and then you get to like keep building on it and you'd be fucking amazing. Think of the shit we would hear, like the musicians we would have. Yeah, we'd have yeah, some. We'd have wild. some of the best, the, the the best art imaginable would be created in that kind of world. Think about like if, if like Da Vinci had kids and had passed down his knowledge of art, and it just kept accumulating over time. And now we had this descendant of Da Vinci who was just making masterpiece after masterpiece and like uh, fucking selling it as an NFT online (laughs) for billions of dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be wild because like there are people or at least were people in the past like few hundred years who just dedicated their lives to studying the works of a person. Right. Like there are those people who are just like. I spit like I'm a scholar and my entire life is just based on studying the works of Mozart or whatever mm-hmm. that like that would be useless because yeah. there's some like if Mozart had kids, then there's a good chance they just went to sleep one night and just woke up the next day with more knowledge than you'll ever get. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so in one way it would be crazy. It would be upsetting because you would never be able to, unless something is just completely new Okay, so that's actually that's that's another way that's another positive that could be taken out of it. There's two positives I can think of that could be taken out of it. Like one, it would be it would be upsetting because you wouldn't be able to learn something and do as well as anybody who has that previous knowledge. But the cool thing that might come out of that is one, um, like you wouldn't you wouldn't ever have to worry about what you're going to do or you wouldn't waste your time trying to do something you know you can't do you know what i mean Mm. like some people are like i'm going to try to learn guitar and then they get five years into trying to learn guitar and they've realized they're really bad at music and they just have no rhythm and they suck yeah they just wouldn't bother and then the other cool and that would save people a lot of time and they may be more likely to dedicate time to something they can act like actually do that's actually like meaningful. And then two, the other cool thing that might come out of that. Actually, you go ahead and respond to that. Cause it sounds like you have thought. I was just going to say, since these memories are learned when you sleep though, what if like you get like the thousand years of violent experience when you're 70? 
Well, you that would suck. Because now you spend your entire life not knowing that you were good at violin. And then, boom, you're 70, you wake up, you know a thousand years of violin. You've already had your child. And now, you, did, did the child get the memories since you hadn't activated them yet? Oh. That's an interesting... Okay, I'm going to th- say my yeah, other thought yeah. before we dive off on that, because yep. I think that's going to become another rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But my other thought was... Um, I fucking lost it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was two cool things that were going to come out of it. One was people weren't going to waste their time. And the, oh, the other thing is we may get more new things because oh. people are going to be like, well, it's a waste of my time to try to become a, a good violinist because there are people out there who have thousands of years of experience and I'll never catch up to them. So they may just be like, I'm going to invent something totally new. And we may just get more innovation. So yeah, would, I mean, how would we not get more innovation with just people knowing more? Also true. I feel yeah. like, yeah, just the just the raw amount of knowledge available to people would make innovation better. Now, I say that, but we have the internet. And that's a lot of fucking knowledge that just anyone can have. And we use it to just, like, shit on each other and cancel people on Twitter. So. Yeah. I mean, I could go learn how to play violin online. I wouldn't yeah, get the muscle memory. Well, okay. Well, do you do you receive the muscle memory, too? Or are you like, I know how to play Beethoven's Ninth Symphony backwards in seven octaves, but... Do you have the muscle memory to be able to do that? Well, yeah, I thought that was part of what we just... Oh, okay, then. Yeah. I thought that was it. Everything that's in your brain is a memory, basically. But I thought that's what we arrived at. How much of playing an instrument is actually what's in your brain versus the practice of your, like, body? Because... Oh, that's true. Because, like, you, one person may remember how to do this with their body, but your forearm and hand and fingers and shit are different than your mom's. So, yeah. Remembering how she did it with her hands may not be the same as remembering how you did it with your. Yeah. Like, you could remember, like, for a guitar, for example, how to make an E chord or an F chord, but that doesn't mean that your body is able to just do it. You still have to build up the hand endurance to make that shape. You still have to build up the coordination to land your fingers in that place. Yeah, but I still think you're going to do it way, way faster. Oh, I'm not arguing that you're not going to do it faster. But I don't think it would be instantaneous. No, it's not just going to be like somebody just jumps out of bed and goes runs to the store and buys a guitar and then comes home and is just like Steve vying it up. Like, it would be more interesting if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean and now who's to say that a society like that wouldn't also pass on genetic muscle memory fair because I mean we we uh, pass on things in our genetics already like the size of you know how tall you're going to be how what what your general weight's going to be like eye color those yeah, things are all true. passed down through genetics 
Um, yeah, that's true. Usually people's bodies are shaped somewhat like a combination of their parents' bodies. Mm-hmm. And so they're also going to inherit both both of their bodies, both of their parents' abilities to like use their own bodies. So they may be able to use combinations of those ex- that experience to pretty quickly figure out their own shit. Which also brings up like, are babies just going to be like walking out of the badge like (laughs) yeah because pretty much everyone (laughs) is gonna learn how to walk during their life unless they have they don't have the ability to so i i would think that babies yeah could literally just march out the pussy yeah though i mean if i think about it i don't remember it's a thing i know how to do but i don't remember like i don't remember how what it would i personally do not have the memory of what it takes to walk in a my child's self's body. Like I I think if you took mm. my current brain and just shoved it inside like 5-year-old me and I woke up the ne- the next morning, I would be fucking useless. I'd just be like <laughs> <laughs> Like why am I, I'm so short. <laughs> I uh, That's interesting because if you think about walking, okay, this is going to get... If you think about how to walk, you know you have to be able to stand first, and you have to be able to keep your balance. Yeah. And then you know that you have to put one leg in front of the other. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, but that's not going to equal walking. Yeah, you're right. That's just There not are gonna... people who know that, who like get a brain injury or something. And then they they still are themselves, and they remember themselves, and they remember they remember in theory what walking is like, but they still can't do it, and they have to go to the physical therapy and shit to like relearn how to control their limbs. So, I, yeah, you're right. I don't think you're right. You wouldn't be walking out the bus. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no marching band, just like playing drums <laughs> as like. <laughs> Here I come out the pussy. I'm here, mom and dad. That'd be wild. Just like a a band of triplets. Like they shove some instruments up there, like a month before they're about to come out and be like, "All right, give us a show, you motherfuckers." (laughs) I'm on the scene. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I want to see that now. Let's talk about that universe where you can just shove instruments up inside women and the baby's born playing it. That's a wild universe. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Unplanned Pondency. How'd you get that guitar up there? <laughs> I don't even I don't even remember what the talking point that we were gonna go down was. Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what would be different about this universe? Everything uh, every- again. It, it's everything, man. <laughs> everything would be different. When you start, everything would be way cooler. I think everything would be way cooler. Oh yeah, just here. Here's my here's my take on this entire conversation. It kind of been a nutshell. Yeah. And I, you, you might be able to just like change my mind instantly because this is just an initial <laughs> impression, right? If you start jamming knowledge into people's heads. Yeah, that has been gained from previous generations. You're going to advance civilization rapidly. 
Right. Because you learn so many lessons so much more quickly. It it wouldn't take very long. I don't know how long it took the cavemen to figure out fire. But you would, there would be generations born, and it would probably be like 10 generations in, and be like, there have been like seven people in my family who have seen lightning hit a tree and been like, bright light, maybe I should go figure out what that's about. And it'd be like, (laughs) here's fire, check that shit out. And things would just advance so much faster, I feel like it'd be crazy. Yeah, I think that things would... Things would progress along a similar path. It would just happen way faster. Though I think there would be certain things that we would lose altogether because they would become unnecessary, like universities. Oh, like yeah. Having people sitting in a classroom, spending a bunch of time like learning lessons from mm. previous generations would be oh, a waste of time. So I don't think school altogether would be a waste of time because there's still knowledge that everyone needs to know to be like a... a functioning member of society to be like a functional human right so like grade school and high school and all that shit like general education would still be a thing certainly but like people who actually like go to school and spend 10 years 15 years like professing in something there would be no point unless it was something that like i said was just brand new but then you get into these situa- you get into these situations where it's like what if I want to do something? What if I what if I wanted to be a doctor? But there's no mm. one to teach me to be a doctor because everyone who has the knowledge to be a doctor is born with the knowledge to be a doctor. There would be no new bloodlines building doctors. And that's fair. we that's need more than ter- the one doctor. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, over time, there would be more and more, assuming they had children. But that gets into a whole other thing. What if the person who's carrying the bloodline for the violinist just dies? Yeah. Doesn't have children. Now we we don't know how to play violin anymore. We've just lost the knowledge of violin. You would need to a certain point multiple people who... So you would need one person to teach somebody else at some point how to do the thing. You couldn't just be like, well, this one family is good at this thing. Yeah. So, but like you said that that problem if people have enough kids would take care of itself over time. Yeah, so as civilization advanced instead of like marrying people off for land, would it have been like You'll marry my daughter so that our combined lines will have the ability to play drums and violin. Yeah. And yeah, you would definitely like, you'd definitely start getting into like eugenics territory pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Cuz oh. there would be a there would be a real strong argument to be made for like people who are like Da Vinci's descendants having more kids than like somebody who's family has just been like alcoholic fuck-ups their entire lives yeah like and you're gonna get situations where it's like here's da vinci's family line here's michelangelo's family line there someone's gonna be like you know what we should probably get those two lines together so we can have some dope ass fucking artists yeah yeah then we're just gonna start breeding people yeah this the the ethics of this get sketchy pretty quick <laughs> yeah same with like athletes like oh yeah these people have been olympic runners for 
seven generations. And these people right. have been at Olympic uh, gymnasts for six generations. Yeah. Let's get them together. Look at this yeah. child's a physical yeah, we just like, have just Adonis. Insane superhuman athlete. Like, but that, yeah, I don't know. Though, just like, would everyone. Maybe it would just end up in a, we just end up in a situation where everyone is more separate in that like there are very defined because that's the way society used to be right like that's where a lot of our as like uh people who are descendants of like english speaking people our last names and in okay i don't know enough about linguistics anyway our last names a lot of our last names come from like our professions right mm-hmm. like our ancestors professions so that's how society used to be right like this family makes shoes and this family uh, makes clothes right. and like so we would probably just end up living in a society and a really advanced society like that where it's just like this bloodline does this thing and everybody is everybody who's in a certain bloodline is decent at something yeah that uh, that really suck if you wanted to do something else though it would suck if you wanted to do something, but at a certain point, it's just going to kind of have to be what it is because there's just no overcoming. The other thing that's going to, that would really suck is to be like, I'm a Schumacher and like my family makes shoes and we're supposed to be really good at making shoes, but I haven't, I'm 40 years old and I haven't gotten that memory yet and I ha- I don't have any other good memories. Then you're just useless. <laughs> you're just useless. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Now you've got no tough. job. Because it's like, can I work at McDonald's? No. The people who have always worked at McDonald's <laughs> yeah. work at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. That's why exactly. they make the best burgers in the world. Because, yeah, fast food would also be amazing. Like, everything would be amazing. Everything would be amazing. Everything, everything would, be- would be amazing except for the people who got unlucky, and those people would just be fucked. <laughs> They'd be homeless until they got their shit together. Though I think if we had a society that was this advanced and we had people who who had figured this shit out well enough, just they'd probably it. be way, way smarter than us and they'd figure it out. They'd yeah, they'd be like, here's people. the machine that triggers your family recall. Yeah, or Boom. something like that. They'd figure out some solution that we can't think of is what they would do. <sighs> That's the thing. This is twice now that we've been on a topic and we get to this point where it's just like, well, science would figure that out. <laughs> Because now, now we've solved the problem of like we we we've like organized like the basis of like a civilization, and we're yeah. like, okay, yeah, we're good. Now we've advanced to a certain point, but now there's this other problem that we need to th- think about. <laughs> but we're like, but we've made the civilization advance faster, so they just have technology and they just solve it. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's the answer to all these hypothetical situations is we're coming up with hypothetical situations where the society we've invented is just smarter than us and they have to fix their own problems because we don't know how to. Shit. But we, have, we have faith in these hypothetical human beings that they'll figure it out. Hey, man, you know what? If if we're two civilizations in, I mean, in in some some people's minds, we've literally created two universes. So the fact that... Uh, if the multiverse exists and this civilization now exists because we just dreamt it into existence and now yeah. it has to be somewhere, we just gave them the ability to solve all their issues with yeah. technology. You're welcome, those people. 
Yeah, if we're living in a in somebody's because there's Uncle. like that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. That's where I think we should end it. You're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. The universe. Right. Yeah. This has been Unplanned Potency. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. You're welcome. You're fucking welcome. <laughs>